That is the sweet sound of a celebratory Dr. Pepper, my friend. Mark, what the heck just happened? The Bears picked the guy I wanted <laughs> at the position I wanted. Okay, all right. Um, we kind of talked about this in our first show. Justin Fields uh, was ranked like number two across the board a year ago, right? Yeah. Like three years ago. And then for some reason, you know, he his stock went down, and you know, there maybe there's something about uh, I've heard something about epilepsy or something. I don't know what. what yeah, what, it's probably what, runs in the family, and he had it a while back, but he hasn't had an episode in forever, and okay. he's fine or something. So I, 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 I thought know. it was a long shot, but as soon as uh, uh, the the announcement went up that they were trading up to a num- number eleven, you knew, oh boy, they're getting a quarterback. They are absolutely one of those quarterbacks. So, yeah, Justin Fields. The Chicago Bears have drafted um, Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. And are you sad for Andy Dalton? <laughs> Not really. Uh, he's still going to start at the beginning of the year, I'm sure. While they... You sure? It depends on how he looks right off the bat. Fields looks better, I guess. Probably would be my thinking. Okay. But Fields is more NFL-ready than Mitch ever was in that way. Like, Mitch played one year, you know. I'm I'm still stunned. I am. This happened about just over a half hour ago, and I am still like gathering thoughts. Like, because I, this was not on my radar. I thought, and I said a couple times, I thought maybe they can get high enough to grab Mac Jones, uh, who just went to uh, New England. By the way, you were right about that. You said that. I don't remember if you said it on the show, but you texted me about that. Yep, can confirm. He is Tom Brady. Yeah, Fields, they had to go up to get him. I'm sitting there watching it while I'm trying to get the three-year-old to calm down and go to bed. I got, like, streaming it with my headphones on, and I'm like, okay, Ryan Pace, you're you're commander trade-up, right? You are the king of trading up. You trade up more than any GM I've ever seen in my entire life. Please, for the love of all that is good, do so now. Just (laughs) in the immortal words of your coach, I hate myself for this, be you. Go Get the quarterback. Now is the time. And then they did it. Yeah. And and uh, this is, wow. I mean, like we said, he was, Justin Fields was ranked two or three on just about every quarterback list for this uh, draft. But it's different than how Mitch was ranked, you know, two or three or one actually on most drafts a couple of years ago. Like what's the, what's the difference? What's going on there? Why is, uh, why does this feel so much better than, the 2017 draft. Uh, it goes back to some of the deep dive stuff last night that I was trying to convey that we just like go crazy about this and we overthink it and we overanalyze and teams do it and media members do it. And suddenly you've got a guy who played one year at North Carolina as the consensus best QB. And yes, people, Mitch was the consensus top rank. They're all wrong. He was. But, and of course, Mahomes, no one knew about Texas Tech hardly either. I mean, the, the idea that it wasn't Watson is the point that's that's really hilarious here mm-hmm. with the kind of career he had in college and now i look at this and i think well trevor lawrence and justin fields are the deshaun watson in this much bigger qb class so there's sort of like two of these really accomplished ultra athletic really good qb prospects and i'm not necessarily saying he's going to go out and start his career like watson did uh, or anything like that but the point is if you were just to be like hey physical talent plus achievements at the last level 
he's the second best QB in this draft. And then Zach Wilson comes out of nowhere, but boy, does he ever make some filthy throws. Okay, fine. But Trey Lance being better. Can we, can we talk about Trey Lance? I don't get that. He might be great, but it's just, there's so much not known about Trey Lance that I would have been terrified to trade up for Trey Lance. Especially. Yeah. Number three, number three pick. That's, I was shocked. I, you know, I didn't expect them to go with Mac Jones because like I told you on this show, actually, that I thought it was all smoke and mirrors, all the Mac Jones stuff and all that. But, and you were right. Mm-hmm. I was right. Yeah. Pat myself on the back. But we I was both sh- had a couple called it tonight, didn't we? We're doing well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to me, when that happened, that's when I thought, oh my gosh, the Bears are going to get someone good. They have a chance at one of the other two for sure. And then I was like, be aggressive and get the better one. Well, athletically anyway even if it was a good play a good position player like trey lance going third just i don't know in my mind that just opened up a lot of positive possibilities that bears were going to get someone good i'm not sure why i i still can't think straight my mind is still stunned that this happened (laughs) let me just can i just share with you justin fields two years in the big 10 at ohio state versus trey lance's year our listeners too my friend justin fields as a sophomore 14 games 67 percent completion percentage 3200 yards nine an attempt which i mean it's college 41 touchdowns to three interceptions that's just passing and then as a junior wasn't quite as good because of the interceptions and there's less games. There's only eight games, but completion percentage is actually better at 70, 2,100 yards, same average per pass, 22 TDs, six interceptions. And because he had that really bad game against Northwestern, mm-hmm. that that's like the, the statistical anomaly. All right. Rushing in as a sophomore. How did he not win the Heisman this year? almost 500 yards rushing with 10 more touchdowns. He had, I guess, Joe Burrow. That's why he had 51 touchdowns and three interceptions. Any other year besides Joe Burrow breaking records, that's your Heisman as a sophomore. And then added another nearly 400 with five TDs in eight games this year and runs like a four, five, 40. That's pretty good. I mean, he's a good dual threat that he's not just a, like a strict, like Lamar Jackson, he needs to run more than pass kind of QB. Yeah. And that's, um, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that he's, he's closer to being a Mahomes type than a, uh, uh, than, um, oh, geez. You just said his name. I oh, Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. I told you, my brain is just, Dude, so- Lamar Jackson's <laughs> super fun to watch, but like he's yeah. the kind of QB that it's really hard to like have a long career. Fields, I think, can develop into a guy who t- takes, less hits uh, somebody on the radio i was listening before we started a little bit was comparing him and they're trying to think kind of like cam newton meets donovan McNabb or something which by the way would be the best qb in bears history i actually hope he has a better arm than newton and runs a little less so i think the McNabb comp isn't too bad though okay uh, i hope he's even better than that but like you could certainly say if the bears had donovan McNabb, that would be their best qb ever yes yes it like would. peak McNabb. You just hope there's more longevity. Is he in the mold of Russell Wilson, that type of quarterback, would you say? He's bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a bigger arm. Wilson's such a unique beast, like with the lob passes and all the crazy stuff he does. No, I, I don't know who the best comp is. I have to watch more tape and stuff, but 
I don't, the point isn't even like, oh, who's he like? It's just that this is a legitimate prospect and he's been a legitimate prospect for years. I am just thrilled to death that the Bears did something aggressive and didn't do anything cute here. Yeah. They went and got a guy that makes a ton of sense. And it buys Pace and Niggy some more time. <laughs> it does. Everybody's like, Pace is forgiven. They're kidding around Ooh. about it. Yeah. Uh, well, and, 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 you know, Nagy has a concern here. They got to – this is definitely the kind of QB that you tailor your offense to, not use force into yours. But I will say this about Matt Nagy. I wanted him to be hired. He is a good leader, right? And he wanted Mahomes because that's who the team he was on drafted in that draft class. Yeah. If he sees some things that he can use to the same degree that the Chiefs built around Mahomes, not that he's going to do Mahomes – you know, start of the career or anything, but I'm just saying like, uh, if we can't trust Nagy on that based on the time in Kansas city, then there's even less reason to retain him. But if they can tap into even a little bit of that, like, why do you pick him over Mac Jones? You got to think it's the athleticism, right? Right. And a bigger arm, faster, way more. I mean, not even close. It's like me versus him. <laughs> Mac Jones is one of us. Well, one of us. No, uh, he's not that bad, but still, I think Mac Jones is going to be a good pro because of his accuracy and his processing and the place he went to. But he would probably not work well for the Bears because the Bears are going to need somebody who can extend plays and avoid a pass rush and stuff like that. So why do you pick this guy over Mac Jones? Because you're enticed by his mobility, his ability to throw on the run and on that kind of stuff, which is what Nagy's been trying to do this whole time, right? Right. RPOs and all that. It, it bears repeating <laughs> hey. uh, that, uh, you know, Nagy was not in the room when the Bears drafted Mitch Trubisky because he was in the Chiefs room helping draft Patrick Mahomes. That's so, exactly what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's. I want to believe in you, Matt Nagy. I, here's my <laughs> olive branch. Here's your, you know, the, the great thing here is we also have direction. If he's terrible in a couple of years. Everybody's gone. And we're starting over again. People are all going to be mad that we don't have a first-round pick next year. Doesn't matter if Justin Fields is good. Doesn't Justin even Pat. remotely matter. Yep. And uh, shout out to uh, Danny Parkins of the Score. He tweeted exactly that thing that what the Bears gave up will not matter at all if Justin Fields is good. In fact, it'll be a bargain still. If and, and you know what? There are a lot of things we all got wrong about Mitch. We wanted to believe. We talked ourselves into it. I was really alarmed at the lack of experience and then the. Sure. I'm a reps guy. My cousin pointed this out the first time he said that right away. And my cousin's like, is that going to work in the NFL? Cause don't you have to ad lib a lot? And aren't they going to give you things you've never seen on Sundays? And I'm like, ah, oh, crap. And that really turned out to be true. Um, so, you know, we got a lot with Mitch. We were all wrong. We're fans. But one thing that was still correct is we wouldn't have cared about the trade if he had been good. Yep. Fair enough. And that's how this is going to be. So here's what uh, here's what the Bears gave up. Uh, they gave up the 20th pick to the Giants. Actually, all these go to the Giants. So to get moving <laughs> number 11. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, thank you. That's <laughs> how that works. I am a doctor, you know. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so they give the Giants the 20th pick, the fifth round pick in 2021, first round in 2022, and a fourth round in 2022. Yeah, it's a one and a five, and then a one and a four. Yeah. So, yeah, if, if you get a franchise, if Justin Fields turns out to be 
a quarterback that gets you in the mix every year because that's what you need at this level. You need a quarterback that's going to get you in the playoffs every single year. Then it's a bargain, even better than you a traded him for next year's first and moving up nine spots in this draft and two throw ins that you can recoup a hundred different ways. Yeah. Now, getting doing something to help you overcome losing next year's first is not really feasible, but the fourth and the fifth don't matter, really. They don't. I mean, you, you can get that in a comp pick next year. Like, it's, it's irrelevant. Um, and, and now it's incumbent on the Bears to make a really solid couple choices in the next two picks. I mean, they need to do that anyway, but even more so. It's got to be tackle or receiver, I think, to, to support your young QB in the second round. Plus, their deep positions in this draft. Receiver is especially deep. Mm-hmm. And they don't really care what you do in the third as long as he's a contributor. Yeah. I, from this, this is a great start. Yeah, absolutely. From this point on, the draft is, uh, uh, okay, make Justin Field, give him options, give him protection. That, that's that's what it's got to be, right? I mean, maybe they uh, look for another cornerback later, uh, someone they can I – th- I think they've got to consider a slot type in the third round who's got the potential to play outside when Trufant gets hurt. Yeah, they <laughs> when he gets hurt. I will say there's one thing I don't like about all this that's not at all about really Justin Fields. It's that the Bears hedged their bets so thoroughly with the Andy Dalton signing that it's just that it's really stupid. Um, I know they didn't know that they're going to be able to get Justin Fields at that time, but you still had Foles already. Yeah. Right. So, like, Andy Dalton is not a whole Kyle Fuller's worth better than Nick Foles. And this team would look a lot better if you just hadn't signed Dalton. Foles is your starter, right? And Fuller's still on the roster. So, like, the way that all shook out, it really looked like Dalton signing equals cut Fuller. I'm sure the Bears would tell you that's not actually what they did. But to me, like, that's the – I'm like, man, I would love this offseason if it was bring everybody back, you know, with what they did without cutting Fuller and, and actually – go for fields that would look pretty good but is there some sort of strange thing going on with dalton here he's probably a great teammate though to, to mentor him yeah so. seems like a really good guy he does i just don't that move looks even kind of goofier to me but obviously they didn't know well i don't know do it you... just looks like glennon trubisky now only you already had glennon because you have foals well you're yeah do you think that once trey lance was picked that uh that the bears were like holy cow Fields is still there. Let's try to do something. Or was this maybe in their plan all along? I, I don't know. I just wonder, like, what with what you I see. think they would have liked Lance, too, because he's got the same athleticism. I just think he's so much less proven. Yeah. But they look alike, even. Like, they're, they're big buff guys. You know, they're really fast. they got cannons for arms. Yeah. Um, so I guess I, what I'm wondering is, did what uh, the fact that they did sign Dalton and it looks kind of like well, weird right now. Well, it looked weird at the time too, I guess. But if Fields wasn't in their radar for this draft, it would make more sense. And the fact that the fact that they did draft Fields makes it look more of a question than it would have been because maybe they didn't think they'd have a shot at him. Am I am I wording that clear enough? Yeah, me? I get what you're saying. Okay, I can buy this. Let's let's run it. Let's tease it all the way out. So I will admit this at the end of the season, you're like, dang, we picked 20th. Look at all these teams that don't have a quarterback. It seemed preposterous at that moment in time to think that we could have Justin Fields, the consensus second best quarterback in the class. 
Mm -hmm. which somehow changed radically between January and April. Thank you. <laughs> I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. But you had, are the Falcons going to pick a QB? Are the Dolphins happy with their QB that they just picked? And you definitely had Carolina, Denver, New England, Washington, all in front of the Bears. Then, this is the key to this whole thing happening, I think. It's not so much Lance, because once the Niners moved up, you knew they went number three QB. Everyone initially thought Fields, and then immediately it was like, no, Mac Jones. And then they're like, uh, no, right? They're already laughing at that. <laughs> Hear that? He, like Shanahan actually's already said, like, yeah, I wasn't about to put that rumor to rest, but no. <laughs> anyway, so you're like, okay, now you're looking at the other two, but you still had Carolina and Denver. New England and Washington ahead of the Bears. And then Carolina acquires Darnold. Yep. Denver acquires Bridgewater. Yep. And it's like, hey, it's not going to cost that much to leapfrog New England. Let's do it. So I absolutely love the Panthers and the Broncos for this because they convinced themselves not to pick one of these young QBs because they went and got a washed out rookie who's in a bad situation for two years who's only in his what third or fourth year now darnold not rookie but you know what i mean yeah uh, young guy still and then a, a journeyman who's basically been bad unless he played for the saints which was like you know a great situation so like those two teams i gotta say what they did oh, doing that instead of just picking fields is probably really stupid <laughs> like why, why does denver want bridgewater over fields what does he do better I don't know. You know, I got an email. Veteranness for veteranness sake is one of the dumbest things you can do in sports. One of my uh, band students is a Broncos fan, and he emailed me, and he was quite upset uh, he, that uh, the Broncos did not get uh, <laughs> Justin Fields. So, uh, yeah, interesting. Hey, how about uh, let's, uh, let's tell our listeners a little bit more about Justin Fields, shall we? Yeah. All right, I got uh, you got a scouting report. I got a scouting report here from uh, go for it. I've got more reaction and some Twitter and oh, some fun yeah. stuff there. So yeah. do your scouting report and then we can do some reactions. All right, this one is uh, walterfootball.com, which over the years I think has been proven to be a little more uh, objective and not really swayed so much by uh, hype. So, uh, yeah, uh, he's trying to be more neutral. I don't know. Yeah, you know, here's whatever. The, here's the what we got here Fields is a dynamic runner and athlete. Who a great skill set that in, with a great skill set that includes a strong, accurate arm, accurate arm, and some natural passing ability. Oh, <laughs> he still needs a lot of work with pocket awareness. He has to improve passing the uh, in the face of the rush, handling the blitz, taking checkdowns instead of forcing passes into coverage downfield, and anticipating receivers coming open rather than waiting uh, to see uh, them come open. Some of those throws against Clemson are exactly that. There are some absolutely filthy throws where he chucks it and they run right under it. And I'm just like, please continue this. That's beautiful, yeah. Uh, that being said, Fields has a lot of talent to work with and is worthy of going as a top 10 pick. Fields dominated Nebraska, Penn State, and Rutgers in 2020 before coming through with one of the best games of his career to beat Clemson in the college playoff football playoff. He had After taking that huge hit, too. He had ugly games against Indiana and Northwestern, yes. illustrating he needs development as a pocket passer. Uh, and then one last little tidbit here. He said, uh, after the trades of top 10 picks, Fields looks like a lock to go in the top 10. Oh, 11, that was close. It could be a top three pick. 
In this writer's opinion, he is the second best quarterback in the 2021 NFL draft behind only Trevor Lawrence. Precisely. Zach Wilson. But Wilson will get drafted ahead of Fields in part because Wilson is more ready to play. Some scouts feel Fields is about equal with Lawrence in terms of athletic upside and playmaking potential for the NFL. Can I read that again? Some I'm telling scouts, you, they're going to start Dalton the first few games. And some scouts see how it's going. Fields, feel Fields. That's hard to say right away, right next to each other. Some scouts feel Fields <laughs> is about equal with Lawrence in terms of athletic upside and playmaking potential for the NFL. Fields put together an excellent pro day workout that showed off his great speed, athleticism, and passing ability. Bears! Bears. All right, you want the athletic reactions? No, These here. are good. And then we got some great tweets that are just too yes. fun not to yeah. share. Bill Landis on what the Bears are getting. A calm, confident, polished pocket passer with the athleticism to be a devastating runner in the open field. Oh. Fields likely would have totally rewritten the quarterback records at Ohio State with the benefit of even two full seasons, right? Because it's really a season and a half or something this year even without that Fields is arguably the best player to ever play the position in columbus Woo! and i know ohio state qbs it doesn't matter they don't they're not they're they're not relevant to justin fields in 2021 all right uh, adam johns one of my guys the bears were bold and aggressive again and they had to be ryan pace and matt nagy traded up from 20 to 11 blah, blah blah he's the organization's next big swing at getting the most important position in sports right uh, Nagy should provide Fields with time to learn behind the vets. Well, it's kind of vanilla. Dane Brugler and then uh, Shield Capita or Capadia. Sorry, Dane Brugler. This is the guy who really does this, right? He's the guy that writes like the 800 page book on the draft every year now. Right. The Ohio State product has outstanding physical traits with the toughness and natural accuracy to create excitement in Chicago. Lots of people will have emergency podcasts after this pick. Not many general managers get to draft multiple first-round quarterbacks because the Bears are kind of stupid in a four-year span. But this is an opportunity for Ryan Pace to change the narrative of his drafting history. And I may have added a couple sentences in there. And then Shield Capadia says, grade A. I've been consistently critical of the Bears' front office, but this move makes a lot of sense. They moved up nine spots, gave up a fifth this year, a first and a fourth next year. That's a reasonable price for the chance of landing a franchise quarterback. You remember when we traded for Trubisky, everyone's like, what are they doing? This They didn't need to do that. Like, No one's even saying the trade was bad. They're just like, yeah. everyone just loves this. It's kind of wild. The Bears coaching staff needs to help him, but Fields brings juice to a franchise that was stuck in the mud. Ah, I love that last line. Isn't that true, man? That's the problem with this offseason before this. It just yeah. seemed like Nothing stuck kept... in the mud is a great way to put it. Yeah, it seemed like all the teams that were in our predicament of needing a quarterback were much higher in the draft than we were. But, hey, get up to 11 and we take what might be the best quarterback in this draft. That's that's amazing. That's... I mean, obviously, Lawrence is like a generational blah, I said blah, might. There said... always are, you know – Drafts where it's like, oh, that second QB was better. And you just never know. Yeah, like I thought Ryan Leaf would be. <laughs> anyway. you, can't, you can't out yourself on that, Chris. You got to stop. <laughs> I was Join a... us next oh. week when there's a new co-host as we fired Chris. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Obviously. No, the, uh, the reactions on Twitter are really good, too. Like, some of them are just hilarious. I think my favorite one has been um, 
I don't know. It's hard to pick a favorite one. My phone was just going absolutely crazy for like an hour with people messaging me. I mean, the, yeah. you just don't top this kind of fun. I think my favorite one, though, is Robert Mays. He does the football show for the athletic. He's yeah. a very good national. He does national, but he's a totally diehard Bears fan. Very critical of the Bears, as we all are. Those of us who really think and analyze this stuff a lot. She put, I'm dead. I died. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, I love it. From uh, former Bear court, uh, lineman Kyle Long. Still stings a little to say former Bear there. but Yeah. Kyle Long tweeted, for a long Soldier time. Fields. Soldier Fields. Soldier. That reminds me. I saw a picture on Reddit. This is how ridiculous this stuff is. There was a rainbow over Soldier Field when the draft started, and people were like, let it be a sign, Lord. <laughs> it was Papa Bear. He made a deal with God the Holy Father. Bears. Chris Emma makes a really good point, and I usually don't think he's that good, but this is a really good point. You know, he's the score one. Well, he was going to be our guest next week. I guess not now. Well, uh, we can, uh, all is well now. No, he will. I thought I was interviewing Ryan Pace next. Oh, yeah, he'll be here. He'll have, he'll have things to say. On Wednesday, yeah. The Bears traded up for a quarterback and were able to keep their second and third round picks this year. It was a win. It was a move with respect to both win now and the franchise's future. Nice. I mean, yeah, you lose the first, but I think he's right there. Here, That's Dan a Dur- good point. Dan Durkin tweets, quote, they told me I'm the starter, end quote, is now a tell. <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh, that's beautiful, my friend. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, lots of good stuff out there. Uh, most of Bears fandom is uh, all in unison, supportive, and happy and excited about this. When's the last time that happened? One is it wasn't Mitch. I can tell you that. It wasn't Mitch. No, it was not. There were there were quite a few people on the this guy's not proven enough but thought train there. Yeah. And Roquan was kind of a no-brainer. You know, he was there at eight, and they needed a linebacker. And, again, it's just a middle linebacker. He's great. But then it was a good pick. But it doesn't alter the trajectory like getting a QB right finally might. This could be, Chris, if this eventually leads to also being the day Aaron Rodgers admitted he was finally pissed off enough to be the bad guy in the trade thing. This could be the greatest day in the Bears in our lives since 85. If if this is – we got a franchise QB. I'm just saying like in five years or something, and we're looking back like that April 29th, 2021 was a darn good day for the Bears. That's what I'm hoping. Be, we got to talk about that Rodgers thing. We do. Yes, we do. Um, yeah, he uh, – well, go ahead. Take it. Take the lead here. He's apparently actually finally doing the most important thing to getting out of there and – openly demanding it (laughs) like he's been towing the line for a while and trying not to be super angry in the media and he doesn't want to be the bad guy right and uh and today all the the big three right Schefter Rappaport and Glazer all had a little tweet or two about Aaron Rodgers is upset enough and he's telling people he doesn't not going back to Green Bay he's hosted Jeopardy He's, he's of course got no reason to keep playing if he doesn't want to he's got all the money in the world and other options he's actually pretty good on tv like irritatingly good on tv and so i guess what he just threatened to retire if they don't trade him wow. but that, that you know, he's doing what russell wilson had to do if russell wilson actually wanted to be traded 
but he didn't go that far. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this this Wilson, I mean Wilson, this Rogers thing could get pretty interesting. It's still hard to think that they're actually going to trade him. It could also be negotiating to get the record deal he wants. But there's there's enough bad blood there that you have to wonder if if it's actually something that could happen now. I assume you've seen the uh, Denver Broncos rumors. Yes. yes. Uh, Adam- and it was weird that they picked the corner because, again, they have Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. They should have been in a market for a QB, even if they like Bridgewater as a dope bridge. Go! That, you know, there's still no reason they would not pick a QB. But since the Packers have Jordan Love, if they are still trying to make that happen down the road, like after June 1st when it's less of a cap hit and all that stuff uh, – Maybe their pick makes more sense in that context. I don't really know, but it was weird. I thought it was weird that they didn't want a QB. Yeah. And they're the only team that's been linked to him with like any real. Yeah. Know, Adam, uh, Adam Schlereth uh, a couple hours ago said basically that uh, the deal is close. <laughs> Adam to Schlereth. <laughs> Mark Schlereth. Mark Schlereth. Thank you. <laughs> this this Mark Schefter is the best guy on the rumors. <laughs> <laughs> I think Adam. Maybe my brain. Was Adam Schefter. I think that's what you did. Oh yeah, yeah Adam Schefter. Yeah. Adam... Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I'm just sure. messing with you. Go ahead. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. You know, you're. Yeah. I told you, my brain is just. It's, it's too oh. it's too hardwired for Bears euphoria to think straight. Oh. And oh wow, the Cubs won. That's nice. But, yeah, the Schlereth was saying it was close, and then they all you know poo pooed it immediately after. And Green Bay's like, we're not trading him. That's just that could also be negotiating. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It's just kind of a wild day as a Bears fan. We're like, are we going to finally slay the dragon? And we pick the QB that could be really exciting? Huh. That would be a thing. Wow. All right. Well, you got any – how about any general thoughts on how the draft has gone down so far? We've talked a little bit about what other teams have I'll done. I'll tell you some other stuff I love. Yeah. As, as a Louisianian. <laughs> Long time Louisianian. Yeah, for all of two years now. <laughs> I think it's cool that Burrow and Chase are reunited. That was a heck of a tandem. It's kind of fun. I like what the Lions did, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. He's a stud tackle prospect. Really, it's it's a weird year to have a tackle that good go seventh. Like, normally that guy is, like, top two or three in yeah. a normal draft. How Barkish did the Anthony Munoz comparison earlier today? Yeah, kind of crazy. The comps, like, good luck living up to it. I'm sorry you're a Lion but that was a really good pick. That That's the kind of the two picks that made me think, see, this is what happens when it's gaga for QBs. You do get really great players elsewhere sliding a bit. Yep. And I, like I said earlier, I thought um, Lance going to the Niners opened up that fact for the Bears that, hey, they're going to get a good player at 20. But instead I'll have to settle with getting – a great quarterback prospect at 11. Speaking of, I meant to check into that. I have the draft streaming in front of me, but I didn't catch the pick. Uh, the Giants ended up, didn't they pick a slot receiver? Kadarius Tony from Florida. Mm, okay. I like Justin Fields better. Me too. I'll <laughs> take it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, this you mean guy- CBS gives it an A. All a right. Bears draft pick with an A score in the first round. As much as you could, uh, yeah, on paper. They get Lawrence an A plus and Kyle Pitts stud an A, and the Bears are the only other A in the first round. Oh no, Patrick Sertain as well. Yeah, that's but, a good. Yep, good stuff. 
Well, this is going to alter our interview with Ryan Pace next uh, next show. Yeah, yeah. My cousin is like, "Hey, I'm glad I haven't submitted my question yet. Your questions <laughs> yet?" I'm like, "That's a good point. We got to remind everyone. Get your questions in for yes. Ryan Pace. Submit your questions for Ryan Q Pace." Can we still make fun of him for being excited, or do we agree he's allowed to be excited this time? Oh, let's give him a, let's give him 48 hours. How about that? <laughs> okay. And kudos to him. He saved his job for a few more years. Savvy. Uh, yeah, it's pretty smart. I told you, though. I told you Wednesday. I know people don't want to hear this. The problem with Ryan Pace is not actually the people he drafts relative to where they're picked, other than Trubisky and Shaheen. And then Kevin White, but that was injuries. Yeah. It's all the other stuff he does. He drafts pretty well. He does. Like, that's really? actually not the problem. And you can get pretty far if you draft well. And then if they figure out the QB and he can continue to draft well, you could have something here. But they just kept striking out on the QB. You know, it just is all. I mean, it's 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 got to be stressful though if you think about like my job is on the line with this kid I just picked. Is the whole key to me keeping this job? Of course, I said that last time, and I'm still here. (laughs) I still can't believe they kept him after Trubisky. But yeah, maybe we. uh, If this works out, we owe George uh, a thank you for being dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your terrible process that led to good results. I'm hoping cart before the horse, but if it does work out well, we can say that. Have you uh, any thoughts on the other teams in the division and what they've done? We did the Lions. The Vikings traded down. How far down did they trade? I I think we started before the... uh... Yeah, I got to check the tracker on that. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're on the clock right now. Whoa, as we speak. Mm. Yeah. And Green Bay's picking later, obviously. No, they're done. They've made their pick. No, they're on the clock. They're on the clock, sorry. Make up your mind, man. They traded with the Jets, who picked an O-lineman, the other tackle. They had the run of tackles. So, by the way, this is worth pointing out, actually, in Ryan Pace's favor. So, Sewell, stud from Oregon, tackle. If you're looking at the draft at 20 and you're saying get a tackle, mm-hmm. he goes seven. Rashawn Slater goes 13. Vera Tucker goes 14. Leatherwood. I don't think he's a tackle. Can't remember. But just says O line here. Anyway, 17. There was a run of O line right before 20. Interesting. So I don't know if they could have got the guy they wanted. Maybe. You got to figure the the Vikings are picking O line here, I would think. Darisaw is still there. He's pretty good. Yeah. Mm hmm. But uh, yeah. What about one last Northwestern cornerback? What's his name? Nope, he's still there. Watch the Bears trade back into the late first. And give up something else from next year. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing would surprise you. I think if they didn't pick a lineman, an offensive lineman or receiver, I think cornerback's the only position I'd be okay with them going instead of one of those two. What about edge rusher? You still do you want to replace Robert Quinn yet? Oh well, yeah, I'd love to replace Robert Quinn. But... Is the edge rusher in the second round going to be any good? It's That's... not a deep draft for it. I think, yeah, you, um, yeah, you, that's risky to, well, I, yeah, the two I good ones are already gone. Yeah. They've already been drafted, uh, Phillips and Pay. Yeah. Cause what was Khalil Mack? When was he picked by the Raiders? Like fifth or third or something. Way, way up there. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. He was way high. But Richard Dent was a 12th pick, 12th round pick, my friend. That's crazy. It is crazy. 
So the Bears' next pick is 52. Okay. It'll be, what, tomorrow at like 7.30 or something? Doesn't round two start at six? I'm not sure. Whatever happens, it will not require an emergency pod because it will not be a trade-up for a QB, and we have to have some standards around here. (laughs) Well, let's be honest. We only did the emergency uh, pod because the fans demanded it. That's right. I heard from two of them about wanting one. (laughs) Does that count? No, I had two. (laughs) Two fans demanded it. Well, one demanded it and one joked around about it. Yeah. Or asked about it, maybe. By the way, have you seen our Facebook page? We're up to like 20-something likes now. Oh, yeah. Just cruising along. Facebook.com slash barely educated. One last question for you. I'm trying to get us through the Vikings pick, but it's like they got a ton of time left, so forget it. Do you trust? So if we say, all right, we have a little trust in Matt Nagy's evaluation of QBs because he's the guy who was lobbying for Pat Mahomes in Kansas City. And I know that from a bunch of Kansas City reporters telling the story about how he'd been scouting him for a while and wouldn't shut up about him to Andy Reid. Oh, and that's that's a thing. Hmm. Um, so do we trust him to develop fields? Well, I you know, you could argue that Mitch was just unteachable, you know, or Negi's just not a good teacher. I don't know. It could be one of those. It's so hard to tell. Which, one do, which way do you go? Yeah. We're going to learn a lot about him now. It is very possible that Mitch isn't football smart enough to do the things Nagy wanted to do. And at the same time that Nagy's too stubborn to adjust them enough. Mm-hmm. Bar, you know, they had the laser thing at the end where he took over play calling and, and all. But maybe it'll click with Fields. Fields had a really good answer to two things in the press conference. I'm glad I remembered this. They asked him about how he'd fit Nagy's offense. And he said, well, if if he didn't think I was a good fit, he wouldn't have traded up. Mm. So he thinks I'm a good fit. I think I'll be a good fit, basically. It was a good answer and also something that will make the coach happy. And then they asked him about, like, chip on his shoulder, going 11th. And I'm sure there's people who wish he'd said this different. I thought this was awesome because I get so tired of that. They didn't pick me. I'm going to be mad about it for 15 years. Okay, Rogers, <laughs> settle down. He said the draft is over for me. I'm just ready to get to work. I'm a bear now. I was like, that's a good answer. Oh, oh, bears. Good answer. Love him already. Nice. Oh, what a night, my friend. The Bears got themselves potential franchise quarterback. I feel a lot more optimistic than I did a month ago. <laughs> Welcome to the ebbs and flows. What was that about the deep dive on the draft and how hope springs eternal and the NFL does a great job of marketing it that way? And now here we are waltzed right back into it i put my bears shirt on you've got your bears banner you gotta start a youtube channel no <laughs> i know the listeners can't see but trust me the bears merch is a flowing again it is and today my uh, my son asked me if i could order a bears hoodie for him and i did <gasps> got another nugget my yes. child comes in my seven-year-old sweet avery comes in now she had owned a mitch trubisky pink jersey because i'm a terrible father and i put that upon my child years ago and she wore that thing regularly on sundays and she would she was a good little fan it's quite precious and she's like is, is my guy still a bear because she see i'm like oh this is how they get new players one of the most important things that football teams do blah blah and i was like no he's not she's like oh. i'm like but maybe they'll pick a new quarterback and we can get you his shirt so i think 
that she had some role in all this. Her and that rainbow over Soldier Field. Yeah, that could be. Wow. Another Woo. cool tweet for you. Pro yeah. Football Focus, they usually are pretty keen on dumping all over the Bears' decisions because the Bears made bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Calling Fields the steal of the draft so far. You wouldn't have thought. I don't that. know what to do with all this like love for the Bears' decision and process. That's just not normal. Yeah, it's new, and we can't say it's a jinx because <laughs> they were right the other time. I'd like them to be right now. Now I'm a fan of all these people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike Florio, great guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I love insert guy saying nice things about Fields. This Who did I used to really hate that could could totally flip it for me? Well, this is huge. This could change everything. This can change the franchise for a decade. <laughs> this is an awesome tweet. I don't know who this even is. Hang on. Mark Titus. He's got a blue check mark. Is this another pro football focus guy? Maybe he's an Ohio State guy. If Justin Field opted out or doesn't fight to have a season for the Big Ten, he's a lock for number two. But instead, the dumb idiot tanked his draft stock by winning the Big Ten, dominating Clemson, and scoring 27 TDs in eight games with a 70% completion percentage. <laughs> Again, that's what I don't get. That's exactly my point yesterday. Yes, yes. Only worded, like, way better. And with, like with uh, Mac that Jones is being gold. the exact opposite. Mac Jones being a late first, second-round projection, even mm-hmm. after he wins a national championship, then he does nothing except have a bad pro day and all of a sudden, he's a top 20 prospect. It's, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. And I know some people were trying to make it a race thing, but, but they still love, like, Trey Lance and plenty of other African-Americans, you know, drafted high now at quarterback. It's 10 years ago that I think there might have been a thing there. But so, like, even that doesn't really explain it. I have no idea what, what this was, but I'm thrilled that he landed for us on the Bears. Yeah. The fall's going to be interesting. And he's totally going to start. I'm just going to – or, well, by the end of the season, he'll be starting. Halfway through. By week by week eight and a half, <laughs> he'll be he'll be, uh, he'll be <laughs> I don't know. What do you think about that? I hope it's as soon as possible because he has a killer, you know, August and everything. Charles Tillman has weighed in. <gasps> Peanut! Your guy. Get on the Twitter machine and like this so we can interview him. <laughs> Me, after the at Chicago Bears, take Justin Fields, and it's the Shaq doing his shoulder shrug video. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. That's one great thing about this franchise is that the former players, they're just as in love with this horrible franchise as we are. (laughs) I would love it if the team would actually hire one of the, like, good, analytical, smart, you know, former players to help advise. Like, a lot of teams do this. It's weird that the Bears always kind of shut them out. All right. How happy is A-Rob? Can we get the extension now? Or the signing, whatever it's called now that he's on the tag? That would be nice. Got to get that cap number down. A Barfly Tailgate tweeted, asking for a friend, did we trade Foles yet? (laughs) Oh, that's a good question. What's going to happen with that room now with Andy Dalton and Nick Foles and this kid, Justin Fields? You can't I do think, for whatever it's worth, the, the, the Bears' determination to be choir boys is probably going to come in handy for the QB room and grooming the guy. But you can't have uh, Foles be your number three, right? Can we just get rid of him? Just cut him? him? 
No. I'd trade him. Trade him? I wouldn't cut him, but I'd try to trade him. Absolutely. Is there a market for Andy Dalton after the QB carousel ended? Uh, no. Sure. Not at that number, right? No. I don't know. I... Yeah, Foles is the odd man out right now because you can't develop Fields if he gets zero reps mm-hmm. as the third stringer. You didn't draft Justin Fields to give him the Tyler Bray role. Correct. Correct. Also do a nice, goofy, tall guy, Tyler Bray impersonation, though, if he's still on the roster. No, I, yeah, I don't know what they do there. That's a small problem for another day, I suppose. Yeah, I think he'll be gone. I bet. Eddie Jackson, about time we got us a real quarterback. How about them Bears oh on my Instagram? Gosh, he said that? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm <laughs> seeing it on Reddit, so I haven't actually watched it. Yikes. Wow, that's yikes. All right, my friend. Hey, well, Alan Robinson tweeted at him about picking the right deep dish. And, and <laughs> that's the Chicago tweet, at least. The thing with Chicago is it's that thin crust with the uh, tavern cut, you know, in the squares. That's the real Chicago pizza. That's what Chicagoans eat more than the deep dish, you know? Yeah, the deep dish is people ask me about it actually fairly often when they find out I'm from there. And I'm like, I like it, but I can only eat like a piece. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. You can only eat one? One or two. I'm a lightweight. Of course, I'm like twice as fat as you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that. That's going to have to be one of those intro sound bites (laughs) we use in future episodes. Dr. Teichler, I'm twice as fat as you. All right, my friend, I got to go home. Yep, sounds good. Enjoy your fishing and your bears. I'm done fishing, but I'm so glad I was fishing when that news broke. It was my perfect zen moment. So You did it. Oh, so it's you fishing... The rainbow and my child wanting a new Bears quarterback jersey. Yes. All of the above, my friend. The holy trinity of ridiculous superstition. Check all the boxes. Yeah. Done, my friend. Thanks all right. for listening to our emergency pod. And we will uh, see you next time when we interview uh, uh, special guest Ryan Q. Pace. <laughs> next Wednesday, yeah? Later. All right, later. Thanks for listening to the Barely Educated Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Barely underscore Educated. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Barely Educated. And check out our website at BuyMeACoffee.com slash Barely underscore Educated. And remember, that's Barely as in Bears, B-E-A-R. And finally, you can reach us by email at BarelyEducatedPod at gmail.com. Send us a note, a suggestion, a question that you'd like us to answer on the pod, and we will do that. We appreciate you listening. Thanks again for checking out the Barely Educated Podcast.